0: happy to see you here in this beautiful uh day today we we are brought back to the night of the last supper we take our place with the 12 apostles gathered around the sacred table with christ our our lord we listen to his word which are both mysterious and glorious in this gospel jesus reveals one of the great secrets of Christian life. When we are baptized, God himself, the Blessed Trinity, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, actually came into our souls and took up residence there. This is our faith. We believe in this. And Jesus says in the gospel, we will come to him and make our dwelling with him, with you and with me. And one of the questions, very important, because in the gospel, Jesus said, you heard me tell you I am going away and I will come back to you. So one of the questions is, have you ever wondered why Jesus ascended back into heaven? 50 days after his resurrection why didn't he stay around? Hmm? Next week we are going to celebrate ascension in 2 weeks the pentecost. Okay, answer that question. Because Jesus wanted to be closer to you, to me, to us. He wanted to be able to dwell deep within our hearts beyond earthly limits. If Christ had not gone to the Father, he would have remained limited by time and space as he was during his early life. But since he now dwells body and soul in heaven, he can be present to each one of us at all times through the Holy Spirit. Since the three persons of the Trinity Share the same nature where one is all three are but for the sake of our understanding the church has long attributed God's presence within our soul especially to the holy to the Holy Spirit right the most hidden of the three persons of the Trinity. Why we say that? Because when you pray, just reflect of this. Uh You pray to God the Father. You pray God the Son. You, you pray to Mary, probably. But what about the Holy Spirit? Huh? In the gospel, reading the Holy Spirit is called an advocate. It's a beautiful, beautiful word, right? A kind of counsel for the defense. We look to the Holy Spirit to defend us, to protect us. In particular, to defend us against all that would undermine our faith. All that will damage our relationship with the Lord. And we are aware that the culture in which we live is not always supported of that relationship. There are many voices that take light in trying to undermine our Christian faith. We look to the Holy Spirit to confirm us in our relationship with the Lord when that relationship comes under attack. And also the Holy Spirit is going to help us to make decisions, right, with the first reading. Just when you have opportunity today, read it again, the first reading, and you see the presence of the Holy Spirit, the importance of the Holy Spirit in, 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 in our church. Jesus was aware that his disciples would experience the same hostility that he experienced here on earth. That is one of the reasons why he promised to send them an advocate who would plead their cause, who would stand alongside them to strengthen with their faith, was put to the test. Friends, Jesus tells His disciples that the Holy Spirit will teach them everything and remind them of all that He has said to them. Those words of Jesus suggest that His disciples must always remain learners. We need the Holy Spirit to teach us what it means to live the gospel in the very concrete circumstances of our own lives. And also, the Holy Spirit is going to give us peace in this beautiful gospel Jesus talks about the peace that peace is lasting is interior peace of heart which overflowed into peace in families and communities and entire nation. It is the peace that comes from knowing that Jesus loved us that we are loved by him. it is the peace that comes from knowing, that we, that we are, His creation, right? It is the peace that comes from knowing that we have a purpose in life, a mission, the very mission that Christ Himself has given us to spread His kingdom. As today's the responsorial psalm says, "May His way known upon earth among all the nations, His salvation." we will we will be celebrating the Pe- the feast of Pentecost in 2 weeks time the readings this morning as i said um prompt us to look to look forward to the uh, that feast and to prepare for it by praying for a new outpouring of the holy spirit into our lives okay now you may say father uh, okay you are talking about the holy spirit but give me Kind of a prayer or how can I to pray to the Holy Spirit? I'm gonna conclude my homily with a beautiful prayer. Prayer to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, replace the tension within us with a holy relaxation, replace the turbulence within us with a sacred calm. Replace the anxiety within us with a quiet confidence. Replace the fear within us with a strong faith. Replace the bitterness within us with the sweetness of grace. Replace the darkness within us with a gentle light. Replace the coldness within us with a loving warmth. Replace the night within us with your day. Replace the winter within us with your spring. Straining our crookedness, feel our emptiness, duel the age of our pride, sharpen the age of our humility, light the fires of our love, quench the flames of our lust. Let us see ourselves as you see us, that we may see you as you have promised us, promise, promised to us, and be healed according to your word. Okay, friends. This is a beautiful prayer to Holy Spirit. Most Holy Trinity, I do love you and desire to love you in a more perfect way this day. Help me to submit to your perfect will in all things. Help me to embrace perfect obedience to you always. In that act of love and submission, come and make your dwelling within me. Jesus I trust in you.